This episode of ITC Sports Ball is brought to you by Swope's Athletic Recruiting and Scouting. Here real quick with a message from our sponsor. Hi, my name is Nathaniel Swoops, 10-year physical education teacher from Chicago. I've created Swope's Athletic Recruiting and Scouting, helping athletes find athletic scholarships to college and also helping athletes understand how to obtain academic scholarships, how to return and get back into school, understanding FAFSA requirements and eligibility eligibility requirements if you have the time please like and follow the page on facebook just look up swopes athletic recruiting and scouting and make sure you like the page i have clients currently in illinois indiana kentucky north carolina california michigan mississippi new york new jersey and florida if you have any athletes no matter what sport that need help finding a school transferring schools or getting back into school please let me know you can contact us at 773-754-9403 or you can hit up swopes athletic recruiting at gmail.com that is s-w-o-p-e-s-a-t-h-l-e-t-i-c-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-i-n-g at gmail.com and again don't forget to like the facebook page yeah yeah enigma in the house my man j span titan studios it's called from the heart Keeping it real is what all the song's about. Never selling your soul. Always staying true to yourself. Alright, ah, uh, yeah. Check it out. Money, money, cars. But we'll never get you far unless you're gonna spit it from the heart. Yeah, money, money, cars. But we'll never get you far unless you're gonna spit it from the start. Man, money, money, cars. And welcome back to your favorite weekly sports show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is ITC Sports Ball. And I, of course, am your man, Jerome Spann. And I have got my two partners in crime here with me. We've got, of course, that hot take spitter, the man who rips like Dylan spits. And he also tries to collude. He is that man. You know it's your boy, Mace, ready to go. And, of course... We have ITC's number one resident troll. He is that man that's always trying to throw fat, throw gas on the fire. And uh, last Saturday's actions were proof of this beyond a shadow of a doubt. He is that man. Derek. You know what? You're not going to throw shots about Monopoly. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We coming out of the gates hot right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, as I have said previously, these two gentlemen thought that they were slick. They thought, hey, I'm going to be able to collude against this man and nothing is going to happen. We're going to take him down again. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It failed. It failed. And here is your proof, ladies and gentlemen. You see that? Boom. Them boys tried to put me out and I put both of them out before Xavier went out. That's right. Your Monopoly champion is here. Hey, hey, He's here. He's here. That screenshot only showed that it was only four players, not three. So you didn't beat us. You had uh, help. Sir, sir, <laughs> hold on. Let's talk about it now, Daryl. I had help. I had help, really. Let's talk about it. So, Daryl, when I put you out in Monopoly, when you were bankrupt on me, what kind of sneaky crap did you try and pull? Hmm? Hmm? Why don't you go ahead and tell the people? 
sneaky stuff. I didn't do anything sneaky. Okay, see, we're going to do this game. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, my man Daryl, instead of being classy and just accepting that he lost and was the first man out, what Daryl decides is because he didn't want to just lose to me. He didn't want me winning the game. Okay, pure sabotage. So what did he do? He decides to take his properties and trade them to Mace, who decided to, ooh, might as well get in on this collusion. Okay, <laughs> okay. He decided he's going to get in and accept the deal, knowing damn well he shouldn't have, so Daryl wouldn't have to bankrupt out to me his properties that he knows would have put Mace out quick. And guess what happened? I still put both of y'all niggas out. And what? So, what? so... Let, let's clarify a few facts here because um, <laughs> these two gentlemen have um, seemed to forgotten key aspects of said game. Well, so what's I'll key aspect? The, I'll be the mediator here. First, this man, uh, Jerome, got lucky and got a monopoly without having to trade. So that is factual. Let's, 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 let's talk about how the things, chips just fell in his favor. You know what I'm saying? Two, our fourth friend there was out at least twice and let's tell you about the sneaky shit they did to keep them him in the game go ahead and tell so me. i would be go the ahead second person so go ahead and tell this me. gentleman jerome mm -hmm. gave our friend xavier the money to pay him so he was like hey bro i'm gonna slide you this check give me the check right back on several mm -hmm. occasions so mm -hmm. we talking about and why did sneaky. i do that why did i do it mace because you have a vendetta against me and i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, oh, okay. I don't know i don't know why you have this vendetta against me just because a friend gave me a gift okay all of a sudden i'm the bad guy so okay, okay. you stated your case okay so true or false mace i said mace if you was a real one you'd reject the deal did you reject the deal, Mace? Okay, so if your friend gave you a sandwich, you ain't gonna take that. We're gonna stop that. We're gonna stop that. If, if you out, if you out did, with your homeboy and he brings you a beer, even though you paid for your own drinks, are you not did gonna I accept not, it? Did I not give you an out, Mace? I gave you an out, and what did you so, do? You so, said, "Fuck so, that! I want this win." <laughs> So if somebody bring you a drink, even though you paying for your own drink, you gonna slap the drink out their face. It's not the same thing, hand. baby. It's not the same thing, baby. Shit. It's not the same thing. Uh, at the end of the day, Mace and Daryl tried to collude to take me out you again. Know, and guess you, you make up they you making up words. I don't even know what collude, collusion me. I don't even know. What I don't even know what that word is. Here, hey, oh, you don't know what it means. Just over here making up words, bro. All I did was accept a gift from a friend. All this other oh, nonsense yeah? that you trying to throw out there is a is beyond me. Okay, okay, okay. I I feel you. I feel you on that, right? So here's the thing. I get what you're saying, but you're also full of shit. And so since you said you don't understand, here you go for you and our viewers. Here you go. There you go. You see that? Cooperate in secret or an unlawful way in order to de deceive or gain an advantage over others so hmm. so 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 so, so here, here we go hmm. now that hmm. you have dropped said um hmm. the definition hmm. now now we know that it was none of that because there was nothing about what we did and it wasn't Illusion. a secret because well, it, it said or it said or unlawful. 
or unlawful. It wasn't unlawful because it's a part of the uh -huh. game. I, if the game lets you oh, do that's it. That's part of the game. That's part of the game. You know that's not part of the game. You know that was you and Daryl little listen, bullshit. Listen, but bro, it's cool. Because guess what? Bro, guess what? I, when do we even have time? When do we even have time to come up with said plan? I really here's just what I, I really here's just, what I got for you. Here's what I got for you. Acknowledge me. We ain't acknowledging that win. That win is horrible. Acknowledge me. If you had to keep, know, you had no tribal if the, chief. If the, game, if the game was played fairly. Oh, 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 oh so, been, so you're trying to been, say. You, so you're trying to say. Fairly, oh, I would have been the last one out. Time out, time out. Let me ask you a question, Mace. Anytime before that, when someone went bankrupt, did anyone try and pull that BS that Daryl did? Yes or no? Just, 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 just riddle me this. Just riddle me this, my friend. Did anybody try and pull that BS? Or did everybody, when they went out, they just bankrupted, correct? I'm so, listen, bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Daryl has a vendetta against you and don't, I don't, need, you, and don't want to see you shine. I don't know. And you went and rolled maybe, with him on maybe that. We need you to, maybe we need to have said, an intervention for you, too, because I don't you, you went and rolled with him. So you in collusion and how, you an asshole too. And guess what? Acknowledge me, your monopoly champion, nigga. Acknowledge all I, me. All I know, all I know is that there was a lot of backhanded deals going on. And yeah, um, yeah, with you we, and Daryl. We we you and Daryl opened the door, and I said, okay, if we're gonna open the door, I'm just gonna kick it all the way open then. So so you see people doing wrong and you do wrong. Hey, guess what, baby? My my goal at that point, once y'all decided to try and collude against me, my goal was to then embarrass y'all and put you out so behind you have, Xavier. So you have guess no what I did? Put y'all out behind so, so, Xavier. So you, so you got no integrity? Victory is mine. Victory so, is so, mine. Woo! So you got no integrity right now? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Woo! <laughs> yeah, I can't believe this. No, Feels good, no. ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't understand, but but if 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 that's collusion, then what you did was collusion. So wouldn't that make you a hypocrite? Oh no no no! That, let's be clear on this. I most definitely colluded openly with X in front of you guys' face after you guys colluded to try and screw me over and put there me was out no the game. But, so, but there so, was no so, secrecy. So guess what? So there guess no what, secrecy. baby? So guess what, baby? So guess what? <laughs> Y'all got put out before Xavier, just like I wanted, and now you must acknowledge me. Yeah, yeah. You're not acknowledge me. Next time, you tribal chief. Next time you say that, I hope you blow your back out and try to flex on me. Acknowledge me. I hope I hope you pull a muscle next time you do You know what's you know what you know what's sad? He's he's only celebrating this one because this is the only time he can win and when it's actually more people than three, because you're always uh, the first one out. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Daryl, in case you forgot, I still have more victories than you, regardless. So I I don't know what you're even talking about, baby. What, what I don't victories? need to collude to I, win. I, I, I win on count. my own merits. I don't need somebody I, to, to come on and say, oh baby Daryl, here you go. Here's your here's a win because we don't want Joe to win. Here you go, baby. I don't need that. I don't need handouts like y'all. Okay, I earned my monopoly champion. He was handing out oh. money just for fun. What are you talking about? Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Of course, tell her how you want to. Just remember, I got the clips. So go ahead and try and lie. 
But yes, now to get us not three. Hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. Four people, five people, six people, three people, two people, four people. It don't matter, baby. At the end of the day, you got to acknowledge me. Next time you say that, I promise you, you're going to pull a muscle in the neck. Know it. Acknowledge I, me. I know it. Acknowledge me. I can, I can see the straightening in your neck. I knew you're going to pull something. I know it. This man ain't going to be able to turn left for like three weeks. This man is going to be over there. All I hear is talk of haters who are mad that they have to acknowledge me. They're tired of being accused of, of all these false accusations. Accused? You over here, look, you over here slandering my name, bro. Hold on, hold on. So you did. So, okay, He's yes or no. Yes or no question. Name. Yes or no. Did you accept the trade from Daryl or not? I accepted a gift. Did you accept the trade from Daryl? Yes or no? I accepted a gift. <laughs> so yes, then, right? So yes? No, I, I accepted, accepted a gift. Oh. These, these trades you so, see. So, so wait, wait, wait. Let, me, let me get this right. Let me get this right. Let me get this right. So in the game for Monopoly, you give out gifts now? A, a trade would a trade would imply that there was uh, fair value. Oh, no, 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 it doesn't. No, it doesn't. We see teams get ripped off in the NFL, NBA, MLB all the time. So, no, it doesn't. Stop that. You stop that bull right now, Mace. Somebody somebody has to believe that the value was fair. This yeah, was, this you was did. You believed the this value was, was fair. Yeah. You and Daryl did. Y'all was like, yeah, this, this is fair deal. value to collude together and try and take them out again. I accept that. Oh, can you, I, you may, I say, may, may I say one thing? May I say one thing? Go ahead. Go ahead, Daryl. What, what you got to say? What you got to say? For my bad behavior in Monopoly, as you seem fit, I am not defending any of this as hard as you are defending this win. I don't have to defend the win. I have the proof of the win. There's nothing to defend. I don't understand what you mean, defend. All I'm telling you is I'm trying to get you two in line and do it, do what them Usos do. Okay. I'm Roman. Y'all the Usos. Acknowledge me. I don't even know who the Usos are. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. But I've had my fun. Let me get us on track here. Cause uh, I told these, I told these gentlemen I was coming out the gates on fire today, goddammit, and I meant it. But yeah, you almost pulled a muscle in your neck too. I saw it. Never that, baby. Never that. I, I, I guarantee you ain't gonna play Monopoly. What you think I'm afraid to play, y'all? Yeah, I'm the afraid. champ, baby. You're, I'm you're the undis I am the reigning, defending, undisputed world heavyweight monopoly champion. Where's your Technically, belt? Nobody's defended the, the belt yet. Everybody's that's one has lost. That's why game. I said you're reigning, defending, well, you ain't defending. undisputed Monopoly champion. Ah. You see, you hey. see that, you see that, that, that line in his neck. <laughs> yeah, I, I promise you, he ain't gonna be able to turn to the left and like it, it's gonna take him like 30 minutes to hit. So, like, halfway through the show, we're gonna see him trying to look over to the left and he's gonna have to turn his whole body. All I know is Mace is mad right now because I got enough. All these false accusations against me, man. I mean, false accusations. I mean, 
don't make me be so petty to get Xavier on here just to prove y'all boys is wrong. Because I have because here's the here's the great part, people. Here's the great part. For all the time that they were saying before that I had no proof, nothing. I have a witness for this. I have a witness of their trying to scheme and plot against me to bring me down. Your collusion buddy. See, here's here's what's funny when you say that. <laughs> there was no deal in place with me, with me and X, until after you guys tried to scumbag me. Once you scumbag me, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. oh, no, 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 no. Everything's on the table then. Y'all trying to scumbag me? Time to embarrass y'all. X's first, time, X's first time playing, he finished better than you guys. I got the proof. We showed yeah, the fans already. Do y'all need me to show the fans again? Y'all need me to show the fans again? Is- all I'm saying is that you over here slandering my name, talking about I'm colluding. <laughs> Appreciate it. Said it. I only found out what that word meant like 10 minutes ago. So all yeah, I'm saying is that you just hey, hey, mate, slandering my be- name for like a week. We better than this. Hey, Mace, if he wants to be the Charlotte Flair to Ronda Rousey, be my guest. You got to carry somebody to the top. hey hey, that's cool that's cool because really what i did to y'all was was more like you know when we had that squash match you 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 know what you want to talk about right you mean like when becky came in and squashed bianca in like 16 seconds that's what i did to y'all boys that's called embarrassment that's what i did but to keep us moving here like an hour and a half (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. You did. You did show the proof. It was like more than an hour. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh goodness! You guys, you, you just don't get it. You don't want to. You don't want to let me shine because you're mad. It's okay, baby. I understand. Hey, hey, I understand. hey you can shine all you want to because it's still because, dark around here. Because here's what I know: y'all boys is mad about my success, just like Dabo Sweeney is pissed off about all these players being able to get paid now. Now, once again, Mace. Dabo Sweeney has decided to put his whole foot in his mouth. Now, for those that don't know, over time here, Dabo has shown that he just does not want players to get paid, right? Dabo Sweeney gets very, very angry when we talk about players getting paid at all. Like he basically in his world, Dabo's like, I'm the only one that should be getting this bread. Me and my coaches, that's it. These players, who gives a shit about them? Okay. So, Understand this. When Dabo Swinney was asked, do you understand when people say, well, coaches like Dabo Swinney and Nick Saban are making in the uh, 10 million range. Why shouldn't the athletes be able to profit even before they get on campus? Well, this is Dabo's answer. Well, Nick Saban is 70 years old. I'm 52. None of us set markets on what we do. We live in a capitalist society. The head of the Delta probably make the head of Delta probably makes a lot more than the people who are checking your baggage in. But those people are vital as anybody. None of us set markets on what we do. It's just a free market we live in. And in anything, it's just that our jobs are so visible and so public. I can tell you this: none of us got into coaching to make money. But I don't apologize for being successful, Mace. Before I lose my mind on this man, Devil Sweeney, I'm gonna go ahead and let you say. What the hell is wrong with this man, Dabo? So you mean you you applied for a job and expected not to get paid? Yeah, bro. He said he do this for the love of the game. Shut <laughs> your ass up. Okay. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, come on, Dabo. You you had a you have you 
are still on the cusp of a dynasty. Stop fucking up. Nobody, ain't nobody going to come play for you if you if you over here mad that players over here got a little change in their pocket. That kind of, that sounds kind of slave masterish to me. You know what I'm saying? That that sounds kind of uh, uh, authoritarian to me. That that uh, that just sounds a little a little icky. You don't want none of your players to get paid while you just out here just. Want them you to over, do you, the work, you over go here out there and break their bodies. No money. Yeah, you over here eating a steak dinner while you over here throwing them boys a bologna sandwich. Like, come on, <laughs> He said, fellas, learn how to say my bologna has a first name. It is. <laughs> like, like, so he, he wants to give out the whole free market capitalist speech. Well, in in that system, shouldn't somebody be able to take advantage of their talent and be paid for said talent? Like that's kind of how this works. Like if you have a talent, you should get paid for it. These players have a talent. Let them get paid for it. That's kind of how this whole free market capitalist situation works. If you have a skill or you have a talent, somebody will pay you to do said skill or talent. And you shouldn't have to wait until the NFL to do so. Isn't it amazing, Mace, how so many of these people on that side of the aisle right that side of side of thinking that they're all for having a capitalist society right until it's like the workers should act the, the ones that are mainly doing the work should benefit then they're like no 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 we shouldn't have to pay them that's not right we're, we're the ones that own the company we, we should get paid and it's like nah bro no. nah nah that's not that's not that's not it, it man, it's just so stupid man like, I mean, even Nick Saban has acknowledged the fact that if this is the way he's already come to terms with it, he was like, listen, he's already come to terms with it. I don't want to skip ahead to some other shit, but he's come to terms with it. But um, Dabo just seemed to he just can't get with maybe maybe he understands that Clemson isn't going to uh, throw their money around. Maybe he already knows. Maybe he's been told from from boosters or the board or whoever who or who or his athletic directors probably got to send the message down from the board to him like hey bro we ain't slinging money like that like but here's why i don't believe that don't mace we know in the south right some of these schools have boosters that have a whole lot of want to right you gonna tell me that these clemson fans that have been waiting to win forever that have been a laughing stock for basically forever now they have a chance to win and they don't want to pay money? I'm sorry. I don't believe that, dog. Like, look, hold on, Mace. If AM got boosters, Clemson got boosters, bro. That's all I'm saying. If AM is willing to pay money, then why, why isn't Clemson? You know what I mean? I don't get that. That makes no sense to me. That like you, I said, it's the only thing that, that, that I don't understand it. Like, why else, besides Dabo being a jackass, which is just a thousand percent possible? He could just be a jackass. He could just be he could just be one of those people who think that the only people that deserve to get paid in the company is the person that owns the company. That could definitely Debo be trying that to be yeah, that sounds a little slave masterish, if you ask me. Debo trying to get uh nominated for that Mitch McConnell though. But for those who don't know, what Nick Saban asked when he was basically asked on the current state of NIL and how it affects um college football, he said that creates a situation where you can basically buy players. You can do it in recruiting. I mean, if that's what we want in college football, if that's what we want college football to be, 
I don't know. What Nick Saban is telling y'all is, look, I know what the game is. I, I'm all right with it because I'm going to get my players. I'm good. We got want to down here at Bama. The rest of y'all, but do you really want that? Because I can tell you this much, Bama boosters got a whole lot more want to than everybody else. So good luck. And, and they don't have those problems like Texas Mace where it's like, oh, we got to take on this legacy player. Yeah, we gotta have, that's take, true. We, 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 we got to get this legacy guy in here and give him a roster spot and let him play because he's got a family name. Like, nah, 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 nah. They don't have that problem. They say, we're trying to get dubs around here. What's your family yeah. name? We don't care. I don't care who you are. If you can't, if, if you ain't got a dub attached to your name, we don't fuck with you. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, look, man, at this point with Dabo Swinney, I just have to say he has got to be one of the biggest jackasses I've seen just because plain out and simple, my boy, you are putting your foot in your mouth. You are cutting off your nose despite your face. Okay. The players are what got you to where you was at, Dabo. And, K- and it's very evident of it now, right? Of This last year showed us more than anything. Dabo, those players, you know, those transcendent quarterback prospects that you had, those bevy of bodies that you had to throw in on the D-lines and stuff all the time. Yeah, those were the players. Because guess what? All your great scheming and coaching them up this year, what did that get you, Dabo? What did that get you? Gotcha. You didn't have Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson back there slinging that damn pill for you. Which one? What, what did I get for you? Hmm? How many wins you had? Exactly. But Devil Sweeney, you are a wholehearted jackass. And boy, you but look, Mace, by the end of this year, we might have to be re, renaming the award the Mitch McConnell slash Davo Sweeney at the rate that he's on. Because he just keeps like, like but think about it, over the past like year and a half, this man just Every time we hear him speak, foot and mouth, foot and mouth, foot and mouth, foot and mouth, like over and over. So we're going to see where this one ends up going here. I think it's going to backfire and dabble in the long term. I'm going to say it now, right up front. All the, and me and Mace, we've talked about this since the NIL stuff was coming into play before when it was just looking like it was going to be approved, right? We said this these coaches that don't get on board, you're going to pay the price in the long term. Because at the end of the day, there's always going to be another coach that's in that player's ear saying, hey, dog, we already got a deal and get in paid. place. Exactly. Like, we already got you. Hey, we already got a house for your family to move into. Come on, baby. We good. So, and, and see, here's, a, here's a, I think here's the next step in the NIL. Coaches are about to start getting, like, team-wide deals going to where, the, is to where like, hey, bro, you come here. We already got you know, set. We already got you know that's what you that's the University of Miami. That's what they have a couple yeah. of those in place already yeah. where it's, it's, everybody yeah, on the team getting paid. They're like, hey man, you gotta you gotta get out there. Hey, but as soon as you get here, you gotta check. Now you can go out and, and, and go make you some more money, but you come here, you gotta check. Hey, hey, babe. Then, hey, tell my nigga Alyssa, I said, what's happening? <laughs> But yeah, um, but yeah, Dabo again, man. Look, I at some point, Dabo, you need to listen to ITC. We keep trying. Look, I don't even like you, but I'll be trying to put you on the game. Okay. I'll be trying real hard, Dabo, to put you on the game. Cause people seem to like you for some reason. You know, they love your whole story, but you just a whole jackass. So you don't want to listen to ITC, that's your own problem. 
But I can tell you somebody who clearly has been listening to ITC, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are going all in with the moves that they have made, including now signing Derek Carr up to a longer-term extension, basically putting the pairing of him and Devontae Adams on the same contract length there. Now, Mace, with everything that the Raiders have done this offseason, picking up Adams, now showing you, you know, for years there was always the question, right, are they are they in on, on Carr? They showed you now they're in on Carr. They still got Chandler Jones. They, you know, they're adding more people to their roster. They, they still have a pretty good amount of draft capital at this point, even after the Adams trade, right? How do you feel about the Raiders' chances and in next year about their chances? And how do you feel about how they've set themselves up going into the draft? Honestly, bro, this is probably some of the smartest shit I've ever seen. Because if you look at the if you look at the quarterback market what they were potentially going to have to pay Derek Carr versus the amount on the extension, genius. Chef's kiss. Because um, they were potentially looking at having to pay this man 40-something million dollars a year, 40-plus, because um, they, they look like they're going to be all in, man. Um, like I said, they, they went out, Javante, Chandler Jones, to pair with uh, Max Crosby. Um, the Chiefs have gotten worse in that division while every other team has gotten better. So um, I think they realized that they had to go ahead and get this money set up, get it put away, get their quarterback set because um, it, it's going to be it's going to be a rough one in the AFC West. So uh, they had to do what they had to do. I respect it. I fuck with it. Good decision. Mm. At least they're in a good path. They want to win again. <laughs> hey, man. They want to win again. So I wouldn't I wouldn't blame all these good moves. That's good. Can't get mad at someone having good moves. Because, I mean, his extent, it's like three years, $121 million. But it once you add it to, like, what he's making this year, it doesn't come out to, to like, the the – the new deals, the the freaking Aaron Rodgers deal, or or what's going to be the uh, Lamar Jackson deal? You know that one's going. Lamar Jackson deal going going blow the the um quarterback market apart. I'll tell you right now. How much is Lamar, that? Hey, it, and no, he's 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 going into his fifth year. Like they picked up his fifth year option, and he's going into his fifth year this um this upcoming season. So um. Quick point they, they to everybody have, that doesn't understand fifth year option when you draft somebody in the first round you are giving them four years of, of a guaranteed contract and then you have the option of picking up their fifth year or you can re-sign them yeah so um they had to do this before the lamar jackson deal was in place just because um like i said that deal right there is going to um tear the market apart um if I you want confidence if you want an example of this, Daryl, Kirk Cousins. Look at how his contract situation essentially played out in Washington. Yes, he was a later round pick, and they didn't have the fifth round option. But at the time when they could have been resigning him, even off of his rookie deal, they were like, "Well, we're going to franchise you." So they essentially were using the franchise as like a fifth year option for Kirk Cousins. So you have with guys like that um, earlier picks, you end up having that option of 
hey, am I going to franchise them? Or if you got like a first round pick, you can hit them with that fifth year option and have them for another year. So what happened with Baker Mayfield going into this year, right? Baker Mayfield's first round draft pick. We were talking about in the offseason whether Cleveland was going to pay him or not. They didn't. They At this point, they were like, well, we'll probably just exercise a fifth-year option. Then they got Deshaun Watson, and now they're trying to ship him out the door. Whatever team gets him probably picks up his option you know, for the fifth year and calls it a day. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on what the Raiders have done this offseason. It's uh... – it shows me and it should show Raiders fans that they have every intention of winning and winning this year. None of the moves that they've made are like future moves. While, while yeah, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams can probably be at the top of their game for another three years or so. Um, grabbing Chandler Jones, uh, pass rushers tend to keep their keep their, their get off and go a little bit longer than most defenders. But um hey man, oh, I'm all in on what the Raiders have done. I have to say the Raiders to me probably I know a lot of people are gonna love what the Chargers have done in the offseason. I think the biggest Raider the biggest winners of the offseason was the Raiders. For the fact of the matter that you were able to um Take out one of your biggest needs was that you really didn't have a wide receiver that was worth a damn. Like, I'm sorry, they had some guys that were decent, right? But nobody that was like, oh, man, we got to put, like, if we have Jalen Ramsey, oh, we got to put Jalen on him and make sure that that dude don't yeah. get off. Now they have that with Devonta Adams, so I think this team's going to be I mean, a lot Derek better. Carr was essentially a 30-touchdown, 4,000-yard quarterback. With, with a bunch of with, nobodies. With Darren Waller. And a bunch of slot receivers. Yep. Yep. So I think um, it's going to be a great year for them. And I think that defense is going to continue to improve. And with them not giving up too much capital in that trade for Devontae Adams, they still have enough higher picks to get some quality players, fill the holes that they still have, because they still have a couple holes on defense, right? Like they, if we're being honest, the defensive line is pretty good. Their secondary is all right. But their linebackers, especially, I can't name a not a nan one of them, bro. Like, I, I know some people may say, um, you know, uh, what's his name? That, that Littleton, right? Because he was yeah. on, he was on the right. But Littleton, we could go and talk to Smoke about him all day, right? Littleton gets eaten up by blocks. That's not somebody that you really want as your as your main linebacker like that. So we'll see what happens there. But I think they're they're in a very very good position too possibly win that division next year and really be able to make some noise in the playoffs and potentially get to a Super Bowl. You know, we, we don't know, right? We'll see what happens. A lot of that's going to depend on health, but they have set themselves up in a very, very good position here. While we're talking about the draft people, just to give you a heads up, ITC will be doing a live draft watch party. We'll be doing it for day one and day two. Day one, it will be me, of course, your man, Jerome Spam got that boy mace mm -hmm. he wishes he was the prettiest nigga on here but you know i'm still the prettiest nigga on itc but we are we will be joined by our good buddy oj so oj will be in the building he is a former um college lineman 
that is going to be able to give us some great insights on the draft that night. So he will be with us then. So make sure that you tune in. Uh, we will be posting the links on our Facebook page, Twitters, uh, Instagram, all that good stuff. So just make sure that you are with us for night one and night two of the draft because we will be there to give you analysis of all the picks. I promise you people, we'll give you that, but I don't know if you're going to get a sports ball that week. Your boy's going to be tired as hell. That's going to be like six hours of live streaming. I'm going to be exhausted by the end of that. I'm, I can't promise y'all that, okay? I can't do that. But regardless, make sure you look out for it there because we will be doing that on night one and night two of the draft. <laughs> but, yes, uh, moving forward here, this week we started seeing the NBA playoff game start commencing. You know, in a sense, right? Because that's what, essentially what the playing games are now. They're they're an extension of the playoffs. So, saw so the playoff games start commencing, and uh, Mace, I gotta ask, whose performance were you the most impressed with so far from what you've seen, and whose performance disappointed you the most? The most um, <clears throat> that I was, uh, I'll probably say that the Clippers have, or not Clippers, excuse me. To hell with them. I'm about to say, uh, really? I gotta watch Clippers? my mouth out. <laughs> <laughs> with, with old, with old uh, playoff P? You uh, him with playoff Clippers. P? Uh, the Pelicans have um, surprised me the most. Like I, I told you, I kind of I picked them to kind of surprise people, but at the same time, they surprised me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, of the playing teams i'd probably say charlotte just kind of sputtered out and just disappointed well we're talking about charlotte how do you feel about uh what mr bridges did there um well he went back and and he's looking for the the child that he hit with his mouthpiece to apologize i'm pretty sure they will probably he'll probably send him a signed jersey or signed basketball or something like that but in the heat of the moment man he's got it, a it fan yeah. it was a girl that got hit i don't know if you saw that yeah yeah so I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure he's um he he's reached out i saw they they have had the twitter post up like he's reached out he's trying to apologize like i said it'd probably be a signed jersey or something handed out but um you got to keep your composure, man. You know fans are going to heckle you for losing. You know this. You can't. You, yeah, man. You got Unless the guy reached out and put his hands on you, you got to keep your composure, dog. Unless he threw something at you, you got to keep your composure, dog. Yeah, like, I, I think me and you are on the exact same page with this, right? When someone crosses the boundary of touching you, I think there is no... No rule of you have to have decorum. No, no. Beat the hell out of that person. If, if they felt that they had the right to touch you, you have the right to defend yourself. That being said, what Mace is saying is 100% true. Miles, I understand you were upset. It was probably very frustrating. You guys lost to a team that you probably felt you were better than. Okay? But you can't lose it like that. And the only reason I say that is because simply – it's never going to look bad for the fan. It's always going to be put upon your shoulders and say that you're the person in the wrong, right? So I get 
having the human reaction and he's a young guy. So, you know, when you're younger, you have a propensity to be more willing to do some crazy stuff. Right. So I'm not going to judge him harshly and, and try and talk about his character and all this. Like, no, that's all crazy. He had, it was a moment, right? Nobody really got hurt. It was just a moment, but I will say for the long-term for the long-term viewing of him in society as a person, he has to try and avoid incidents like that going forward because what's going to happen now is that now the media is going to have a target on his back, which means as soon as he does anything a little bit, a little bit questionable or gets a little angry yelling at the refs and stuff. Now, now he's known as the angry guy. And we all three of us know here, it is not good in this society to be known as the angry black man. That 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 it never works what out. What you well. mean? Stop speaking narratives. We like we like angry <laughs> black man. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> America does not like angry black men. Okay, quite simple. <laughs> so it's just not a good look. And on top of that, I, like I said, I'm not judging the brother harshly. I don't think he really did something that's so wild. Like I've seen so much wilder stuff happen. Um, in sporting events and, and just in society that that really didn't phase me. I actually, I'll be honest, I laughed when I first saw it because I was like, this thing didn't even hit the right person. He, he hit somebody else. Like, bro, the dude was right in front of you and you couldn't hit him? No wonder y'all lost that night. Yeah, you, couldn't hit, you, said you couldn't make a bucket and you couldn't hit a dude <laughs> right in front of you, bro. Like, <laughs> no, no wonder no, you lost. Bro. You was, your aim was off all night. <laughs> It's like Shaq hit missing a layup. Boy, I'm telling you, exactly. <laughs> yes, it's like, bro, how you been? How you missed the man right in front of you? So, like, it, it was just an overall bad situation for him. But um, my biggest disappointment, Mace, because we'll get we'll get to your biggest, uh, you know, your biggest surprise, I guess you could say, or the, or the team that you think did the best for themselves. My biggest disappointment, I have to agree with you, hundred percent. It was Charlotte. That Charlotte team has so much potential to be great. Like, it is absurd how much potential they have to be great. But like a lot of young teams, they're up and down too much. There's not, like, you You got to understand, even the 96 Bulls, who everybody holds in such a high regard, right? Yes, they finished on top of the heat, but they had moments where they weren't, they were playing up here, but then it only came down to here. They never let it drop, the variance drop all the way down here, right? these young teams like the Hornets and it's the problem that the Pelicans ran into like last year Mace which is that your variance is so big that you don't necessarily know what you're going to get night to night right so and and that's not a a way to get yourself in the playoffs or to have long-term success so I I hope that that Charlotte team uh can come back next year and be better prepared Stop it. Stop, bro. Nobody wants him, bro. You Lakers fans, y'all. I gotta speak it into existence, bro. No. (laughs) Lakers fans, let me tell y'all something. Look in my face. Let me let me get close to the camera here for you. Y'all are stuck with Westbrook. Don't nobody want a $40 million dude who cannot shoot. Okay. Are we clear? He can shoot on good days. No, he (laughs) can't. When the game not started, shoot. no, he might be able to shoot on good, shoot free throws on a good day. But if you ask him to hit a jump shot, no, sorry, buddy. You just mm-hmm. need to get some VC. Don't worry, you just have to put VC in, Julian. 
I'm done with you. I'm done with you. <laughs> this is not 2K. This man is real life, and he is falling off a cliff. Okay. And wh- while we're here, let's talk about it. While we're since you brought up the Lakers, Mace, how do you feel about the Lakers scapegoating Frank Frank Vogel in this whole situation? Oh, that's a bunch of bullshit. I'm gonna tell you straight up, man. That, listen, when you gave this man players who could defend, look at how look at how well the Lakers played. You gave him a bunch of broke down, no need, no jumps, and Westbrook, and and look at what and he was scapegoated out because you can't blame LeBron, you can't blame AD. I saw something, bro. This is the craziest thing to me. In the Lakers' losses, so like the 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 official LA um, Lakers Twitter page, they always put like a player up on with you know with their win loss whatever. In the Lakers' losses. They have never put Anthony Davis, LeBron, or Westbrook on those covers. Never been them in the losses. They've never been blamed, not one time for a loss. They've never been the face of a loss for LA. That should tell you everything Sir, you need to know about why. You already you already know what I'm about to tell you. You did it again, Mace. You call him his name, damn it. That is not his name. Thank you. He's Thank never you, been. His name he's never been right they have never been the the blame for the losses. And I'm telling you something. This was this season. I'm putting more on Anthony Davis than any other player because Westbrook should not have had the ball in his hand that much if if street clothes was available. <laughs> street clothes. If he was available, you know the ball isn't in Westbrook's hand that much. I'm. Well, at this point, I'm 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 not hating on LeBron for getting injured. The, the man is is damn near forty and still trying to carry the team. If he getting injured, whoa, 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 whoa. you can't say that because that that means I'm almost forty. Calm down, calm hey, down. Tell, He's not almost forty. Yeah, couple well, years left. My man, my man is close. My man is closer to forty than he is thirty-five. That's all I'm saying. Yo, that's yo. You ain't have to say it like that. <laughs> do they do they both have that vein about the hit up right there? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, just to prove you wrong. You see that? Looking to the left, looking to the right. So it's a little bit stronger on the left than it is to the right. I'm just saying. <laughs> you see that shoulder dip a little bit. So he's, he's, he's seen that thing. It, was, it, was, it was like all the way up there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but no, man, God. but seriously though, man. The way they did Frank Vogel, man, Charles Barkley said it best, man. They, they he he's a scapegoat for all of this, and it's a bunch of bullshit. Think we get uh Barkley in there to replace Westbrook? Probably better. Yeah, he might he at least at <laughs> least Barkley would understand what he could bring, what he can and can't do. He would understand you know, I, his limitations as a player. I think that's my biggest issue with Westbrook at this point, is that I know he like I'll never say he doesn't care about winning or losing, right? Because you can tell by how hard that dude plays, he wants to win, right? But I I don't I don't think he has the self awareness that he needs at this point of where he is in his career, right? And, and it's the, always the thing that you worry about with guys that are have that uber athleticism, right? The guys that are just that plus athlete, even at the NBA level, they're faster, they can jump higher, you know, they can do all this other stuff. Once it falls off, unless they have developed their game already to be sustainable, it's going to look 
a lot of the times like what Russell, Russell Westbrook's looking like. I'll be honest with you, one of my favorite players of all time, top three for me, Allen Iverson, right? Those last two years of Allen were a little rough. I won't lie. You could see the fall off. You could see it. I mean, it's never fun to watch these guys fall off, but it happens to everybody, especially if you were just a plus athlete that a majority of your career, that's what you depended on. And if we're being honest, I'm sure Russ puts his time in the gym. I'm never going to say that this is a dude that don't work and don't put in his work, right? But you can clearly see that he's just one of them guys. That, hey, and I know you've seen this in your life. And Mason, I know you've seen it too, Daryl, where some dudes, no matter how much work you put in with them, how much you showed them about it, they just can't shoot. That's just not what they do. Like me, like, like, like I'll be honest with you. I can shoot the ball decently. But I'm not really a shooter shooter like that. Like I have homeboys that are shooters, right? But I'm more of a hey, I'm a attack the rack, I'm gonna get you on the block. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get some easy buckets, but shooter shooter, no, I'm not I'm not the dude that's gonna pull up on you from 30 now. That's not are me. You, are you trying to say that Westbrook has pressure, so he can't really shoot? To be honest with you, I don't know what his problem is why he can't shoot. Because here's here's the weird part, Daryl. A lot of the times with with guys in the NBA, right, you can usually pinpoint what's going on. It's it's usually something mechanically. Like when Lonzo came in, one of the issues he had was that he had that weird-ass motion and that it didn't allow him to get the shot off quick enough. It was allowing guys to contest him a lot of the time, which was bringing his field goal percentage down, right? Once he adjusted and he's now more of a, you know, get it off quick and he got his form different, he's a he's actually a better shooter from three-point land and just from the field in general. Some guys, it works out. Other guys, though, like they put in the work and you're just like, bro, why can you never shoot? And Westbrook is the prime example. He, you, Like I said, you know these dudes in the gym. You can't play as hard as he does, be in the shape that he's in, be able to do that for 82 games if you ain't putting in some work, right? But at the end of the day, you'd be like, yo, this dude just can't shoot the ball, though, man. What? <laughs> like, I mean, Mace, think about it. It's been the same thing since his rookie year. It's literally been his one hole in his game is that he cannot be a consistent jump shooter. And it hasn't gotten better. His form's gotta, gotten better. I got to commend, commend Durant for seeing the writing on the wall before anybody else did. KD was like... I, I think he was nah. around this dude enough to like get his personality and be like, you know what, this ain't gonna work long term. And people, people been killing Durant about leaving Westbrook since he left. But Not me, not me. I was always a dude that I felt like he did the right thing. I didn't like that he went to Golden State. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't have some huge problem with it like a lot of people because I watched plenty of OKC. And if y'all watched that OKC and Golden State series. There was one guy who played them out of game <laughs> five and six, and his name was Russell Westbrook. Okay. He played them out of both of those games, dude. So I can't, you know, I cannot uh said Durant saw the writing on the wall. He probably was like, hey, bro, this the way the way his personality and, and game is set up, it ain't gonna get any better than what we just what I just experienced. And he was like, I'm out the door. And a lot of other guys refuse to see it, or maybe they just don't want to listen to what Durant has to say. But if if I was LeBron, hey, I'm calling up Durant right now. Hey, bro, give me everything you got on Westbrook. I need to know before I make this decision. He should have. That should have been the only phone call he made. He shouldn't have called Palinka or nobody well, else. 
Here, here's what really should have happened, and I'm gonna say it straight on. And you know, I like LeBron. Like I've rooted for him his whole career. He needs to just stay the fuck out of the out of the front office's way. Stay out of the way, LeBron. Stay out of the way. You, if you really are, because you've been the, the 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 Swiss utility knife your whole career. You play with anybody, right? Mm-hmm. That's who you are. That's the crux of who you are as a player. Stay the fuck out the way, because you making decisions is harming the team at this point. Because at one point, the team. The Lakers would have ended up with a combination of DeRozan and Buddy Heald. Instead, they have Westbrook. Or Kyle Lowry and Buddy Heald or and, DeRozan. And instead, you have Westbrook now with those guys. The, the most limited player of all three of those guys that we listed. The most limited. And think about it. And Kyle Lowry's a small dude, but Kyle Lowry go out there and give you the work. He, if, if he get hot, we know he pulling up from 33 and he going to drain it on you. So, and on top of that, Lowry can still actually play some type of defense. Westbrook yeah. at this point, I don't know. I don't know if it's disinterest or if he just ain't giving enough effort, but his defense is awful. Awful. It's like, I think honestly, his defense. I think his defense was guided by his athleticism for so long. It was a kind of, I can take a misstep and still recover. Mm-hmm. And now, if he takes a misstep, the guy's got a free lane to the to the bucket. The only difference between what's happening with him right now on defense and what was happening with Harden on those uh, a couple years ago was just that Russell Westbrook at least seems like he's trying. Harden was like, "I don't need to put up this illusion. I'm here to get these buckets." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see what happened there, but Mace. Got a little uh, off track there, so I have to say. So, of all the teams that were in the play-ins, who did you end up being the most impressed with from their performance? Um, <clears throat> I'd have to say, you know what, man? I gotta say the the even though Cat didn't show up, I'd probably say the T Wolves, man, because uh, Anthony Edwards seems to be like he's that. That's your man's. That's your man's big cat. Listen, you say what he is. That's your man's. No, uh, that's little cat. <laughs> this is your time to shine, and you let the, the other dudes ball out. Pat Beverly got more shine than you. Hey, the that's because that dude. The, best, in the team where you're supposed to be the best player on the team. Pat Bev's out there getting more press time than you. Pat hey, Bev is getting the, he's getting the fucking post-game interview. Where you That's that boy Anthony Edwards was out there putting the team on his back. That's hey. why, because they got a certified superstar there, and that's that boy. And hey, my, that man, that man, man is, that man is a baller for real. Well, you know what? I only wish Mace somehow Anthony Edwards could have ended up with Memphis. Could, could you imagine how much fun it would have been with Ja and him, bruh? Like, oh. can you imagine? It would have been, it would have been the who can duck on the center first contest, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, they probably would have had a bet every game going in. Hey, bro, I, I'm I'm putting the G down on who can duck on the center first, bro. Every game, you probably see it at at at, at the end of every game, and they slide somebody a little envelope, <laughs> bro. That would have been so much fun. But luckily for Carl Anthony Towns, Minnesota has him because. Uh, that boy and ain't scared, dog. And that's why mm-hmm. I think this series, if we're going to talk about it right there, oh, they, I agree with you. They're the team that I was the most impressed with because Anthony Edwards showed me that he's ready to step up in these big moments. I will say that series, that's the one in the first round. 
all the other series, like we've got some good matchups, but that's the one. Minnesota and the Grizzlies, boy. It, well, now that is if Carl Anthony Towns could stop losing his damn mind and getting fouled out with seven minutes left in the damn fourth quarter. Okay. Carl, look, man, cat, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, bro. I'm gonna tell you something. You went through a lot, brother. I didn't I didn't be nice about what I done said on this show about you because I know you done went through a lot. But it's the playoffs, nigga. It's time to step it up, baby. You get paid a whole lot of money, my dude. And it's time for you to show that you can put that team on your back. Playing out and simple. I Look, I'm going to put it to you real. I don't give a shit if you call yourself the biggest, the, the best uh, big man shooter ever. I don't give a shit. What you going to do in the playoffs now, Cat? Because I'm going to tell you something. Ain't nobody on Memphis that should be able to guard you. And not a now. Look, look, Stephen Adams shouldn't be able to guard him, right? If we just talk about skill sets and everything. But Mace, I, I bet you this man, Stephen Adams, old gold tooth, about to get this band to work. I bet you he about to make, give Cat fits. <laughs> he gonna have that man. Yeah, Cat gonna catch a couple technical fouls. I'm, I'm gonna put it to you like this: Cat gonna get dunked on by Ja before Stephen Adams get dunked on by Anthony Edwards. That's a damn shame. What, Mace, can you, what is with all these soft? I, don't, I, I ain't saying they're, they're soft as human beings, right? But what is how they play? What is with all these soft ass big men we have now? I don't know. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no way. Embiid and Embiid and Joker are the only ones that play big. But right. oh, these guys are the top guys. Let, let's talk about it, right? So Embiid, Joker, they play big. Now, Big Cat, he plays soft. Uh, a, a street clothes. He plays soft. You know what I'm saying? Street clothes don't even want to guard people his size. I'm saying, bro, like, what is with all these soft ass big men we got in the league right now? I, look, I'm sorry. I don't want to sound like the old man sitting on the porch yelling at people walking down the street, right? Yelling at clouds and shit. I don't want to sound like that, but I'm sorry. I come from watching NBA to where. If you was one of the best big, big men, old. Believe, <laughs> you remember that, big hey, <laughs> Yes, that that means that not only did you give your team buckets, but when people came down there, they knew you might throw their shit into this next row. You know what I'm saying? You might just make that happen. Now it's like dudes. It's like they, they don't even be afraid to go with guys like Cap, bro. They'd be like, Nah, I'm gonna go straight at their head all day. What's happening? How Listen, you seven bro. feet tall and, you, and ain't nobody? How you seven feet tall and a six one dude ain't scared to come jump at you? All I all I second. know all I know is that these big men need to get they they need to at the beginning of next year every center in the league if anybody under the under six five comes into the lane just go ahead and get a flavor go ahead and get one. Hey, like like Shaq, like Shaq and, and, and Barkley be saying, hey, you got to touch them up, got to touch them up real quick. Yeah, hey. go ahead and get one. You have to explain to these dudes that they are not just going to come in there because now that sets the tone for everybody. You know them. You see them videos with the little dog and they get like the little the little stuffed animal. The stuffed animal do something. They whoop the stuffed animal's ass, and then the dog's like, I ain't doing that no more. That's, that's it. That's all you got to do. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I know this much. Joker and Embiid to touch you up. I know that much. Dang, you no problem. Know them boys, they gonna touch you up. They gonna no make problem. you think about it twice. 
they ain't got no problem. Man. Everybody else just wants to get dunked on by Ja. That don't make no sense to me. I ain't with it. So for for game one, who who do you who you think is like going to set the tone for any of them? Like if for the lineup for all game one, right? What do you think? In in, will, in um, are, are you just right. talking about the Minnesota and um, Grizzlies here, or just playoffs in general? Playoffs in general. Who's going to be like spotlight that they're going to have to talk about the most? What do you think? What team? Um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, hmm. Because I will tell you, so is Jazz Mavericks, Raptors, Sixers, Hawks, Heat, Bulls, Bucks, Pelicans, Suns, Nets, Celtics, Nuggets, Warriors, and Timberwolves, and Grizzlies. I think the well, the Nets obviously, I feel like they have a chance to upset the Celtics, just because in playoff series, usually the best players kind of outweigh a lot of the other issues that a team may have and uh in this series in that series the um nets have the two best players not not trying to take any way anything away from tatum and and jalen brown and them boys but um the two best players are sitting on uh brooklyn so i feel like that one could that one there might be that might be the most highly contested of the first rounds um with luca and his calf strain He's going to be out for game one. Um, I don't know how they haven't like given a when he's going to be back, but um, by the time he comes back, that series could probably be over. His calf strains, he just probably might put him out for two, maybe three games. And by that time, the series will probably be over with. So um, I'm interested to see how the, the, how much of a fight the Pelicans put up against the Suns, but at the same time, the Suns, they they look like they're just on a tear, like they, they're they on a mission to um, right the wrongs of last year and losing in the finals. So, um, How do you feel about the Bucks and the Bulls? I think the series would be a lot better if Lonzo was playing. I'm not saying that uh, DeRozan and Levine can't, uh, may put up a commendable effort, but uh, the Bulls just don't have anybody to contest with Giannis. And um, you feel like I it's going to be a scoop? Think it's going to be a scoop? Yeah, I do. I think the the Bulls' best shot is probably going to be in Game One or Two, and then once the Bucks, um, once the Bucks kind of just run them out of the gym in those games and show them that they just ain't got enough. It, it, it'll just be like, like I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for, I, I personally like DeRozan. Um, there aren't too many um, two point jump shooters in the league anymore. And uh, when a guy's just as flawless at getting to his spots and, and making tough shots as DeRozan is, man, you got to commend it because you just don't see it that often anymore. It's either a layup or a three point shot more than likely these days. So for a guy to be able to um, find his mid-range spot, have a excellent mid-range game, you, you I want to see somebody like that succeed, but I just don't see the Bulls being able to put up much of an effort for an entire series versus the Bucks. Well, Look, I'm, I'm a big – I'm the Bulls fan here, so I'm going to just say 
the season's been fun. It's been good to have their team be good again. But I feel like we're at the point right now, especially because of the injuries, we're kind of like how you remember when like San Antonio was the dominant team in the West, right? In the early 2000s. And we, we kept seeing teams like Utah or Phoenix pop up, right? They might give them a little run, but always end up losing the series to them. I feel like we're like Utah right now. We, we've got good players. Um, we've got a good system. We ain't got enough, bro. Especially without Lonzo. This was a t- like the Bulls were a team that had to have everybody there healthy in order to have a chance with a team like Milwaukee. We're probably going to get gentlemen sweeped out of the playoffs. We'll probably steal one and it'll probably be game three back at home. Beyond that, man, look, if y'all ain't seen this man, Giannis out here hit step back threes now. And this is what me and what Mason was talking about. This man hit step back. It's over. It's over for the whole league. Everybody be talking about, oh, who the best player in the league? It ain't even a fucking question to me. His name is Giannis out of the Kumbo. That's who. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's not even close. Not not <laughs> even a challenge. Look, I love Kevin Durant. You was the best player in the league for about two years. And then this man, Giannis, was like, nah, his step back threes now. We good. So would y'all say, okay, so we got the Bulls and the Bucks. So do you think the Warriors and the Nuggets is another scoop? No. If you want to be if you want to be honest with you, I think the Nuggets is about to give them boys the business. They don't have a person they can guard uh Joker on that team. And <laughs> all them dudes gonna get in foul trouble quick. Draymond is about to if he even plays this series too, like very well, because I know he's battling his injuries on and off all year. Whoever they put on Joker, he probably about to put up like thirty a night. So good luck. And you can't. And the Warriors can't count on Clay. I don't I give a damn if he just had forty or whatever in that last game. Good for him. He's still been playing <laughs> ass since he came back. Yeah, I mean, okay. he had. I think he's had like two good games since he's come back. I mean, you got to commend the guy. Two straight ACL tears on each knee. Like I said, I, I thought it was wild the fact that this man just out here just raw dogging his knees out here. Like <laughs> <laughs> you mean you tore both your knees up and you ain't got a, a sleeve, a brace, and no, you just raw dogging your knees after two years? Hey, hey, yep. hey, hey whose whose knees are better? Clay's or Camello? <laughs> Yo, you stop. You stop. You stop. I think the Nuggets are gonna are gonna get this series. I really do, man. Um even without Jamal Murray, man, that that as as a team, they just they they get it. They know how to play well hey. together. Um like I said, nobody I'm, on that team can guard. Uh, I'm gonna say it, Mace. I'm gonna say it. They're better without Jamal Murray. And they don't have to because now instead of you trying to run plays for him and try and get Jamal all these shots, no, no, no. We know where we're going to the Joker, and he'll figure it out. If you open, he'll get it to you. Because Jamal, look, Jamal Murray is another one of these guards like Donovan Mitchell. Very not efficient. <laughs> like, just you can get buckets, 
but you don't always do it in efficient ways. And we know when it comes to the playoffs, that's when your efficiency really comes into play. If you cannot get in a bucket in an efficient, easy way, that means you probably chewing up clock and you're likely you're more likely to then also miss the shot or have a turnover. So I don't trust Jamal Murray too after watching him in the in the playoffs before Mace cuz if we being honest, what cost them when they was in the bubble was him. It was him. Because look, Joe, look, I understand Joker didn't play at the level we were expecting. But if Murray could have supplemented some of that, they would have been fine. But his nights, even if you look, even when he had his good nights, wasn't that efficient. He still had to take a shitload of shots. And tell me how many teams win besides the Golden State Warriors where your point guard is taking most of your shots. Speaking of efficiency, <laughs> did you hear my man get on Jalen Rose get on James Harden head talking about his field goal percentages look like <laughs> look like concert hey. dates? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. hey, he's not wrong. All right, look, this was, <laughs> I think what's happened now is exactly what we was talking about though. Talk about base. Hey, he going to Brooklyn. I don't know if that's a good idea. There's a whole lot of strip clubs out there that would love James's business, and he seems to have been in those places because, boy, he has been playing like trash. That's like, what happens when you go to Philly. That's what happens. <laughs> nah, bro. You, you, nah, bro. You gonna stop that. Just your hate for Philly is not going to bleed in and start talking dirty about Philly on the show right now because then we got to deal with a whole bunch of angry niggas in Philly. Like, I'm cool on that. All right, I'm cool. But regardless, though, I, I don't – to the point, though, I don't. I just don't think Jamal Murray is that great of a player. I think he's actually overrated because if when you've seen that team have to play where it's just Jamal Murray, they are not very good. So got no faith in that man. None at all. But um, so I have to ask, Mace, since the playoffs are set and we are, you know, we're at the point now where all the teams are in, all the seedings done, who's going to the finals? I'm not going to ask you who's going to win yet, but I need to know who's going to the finals. I really just don't see anybody getting in Phoenix and Milwaukee's way. I just don't see it. So you see a repeat of last year. Yep. I, I like I said, um, I wish well for Embiid, but man, you have the you have James Harden on your team, and he is one playoff bad playoff quarter away from just completely checking out in the playoffs. So good luck. Good luck, man. <laughs> Philly, you guys screwed yourself when you made this trade. You were better <laughs> off when you had when, when you should have just rolled it out on the season and see who else you could have gotten in the offseason for Ben Simmons. Because I I openly admit he wasn't gonna play for you guys anymore, and he wasn't and it wasn't gonna work there, right? I Embiid, as the man on that team, had already made his decision. I can't fucking win with this guy. I can't do it. Can't fucking win with him. So they had to move on. But getting James Harden was not the answer, man. Like, I get it. In in the playoffs, you want to have two stars, right? You, you want to. You don't want to, to just fall on one guy. 
But if you can't have two stars, you need to be a complete team like the Raptors were, where the Raptors could throw nine people at you any night and have success still. You can't trade away those guys for a guy like James Harden who is known to disappear in the playoffs. Look, man, I hate to say it, but I think at the end of this, and by by the end of this playoffs, we are going to be hearing rumors about how Philly is going to have to trade James Harden because Embiid then told them boys, it's either him or me. It's not going to work. It's not. Embiid's going to ball out. We know this. He's balling his ass off, right? Should probably win the MVP. But James Harden, mm-hmm. we know what he does in the playoffs. We have, we have a long history of what James Harden does in the playoffs. And so he can try and deny it out, and people can try and say The last time know, James Harden had a good playoff series, the best player on his team was Durant. You know what? That's fair because even when they got to the conference finals there, he was still playing like dog shit, but Chris Paul was balling. Like he was balling out of control. So yeah, that's that's probably a fair thing to say. Well, Philly fumbled the bag once again another year. So hey, <laughs> <laughs> this fake girl is so happy. He's so Happy the Philly is just mis- is gonna be miserable. I'm just sorry. It, it, it's, it's no difference from the Eagles to the Sixers. At least we don't hear anything about crazy Philly. The Phillies, we don't hear anything about the Flyers. We just hear about football and basketball. That's all we hear. <laughs> the only two, the only two freaking things that fumble bags more than jugglers at this point. It's all good. It's all good. You can, y'all, I can tell the truth. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna just not gonna tell the truth. Y'all want to be nice. <laughs> hey, shit. The best thing that happened was Ben Simmons effing up the bag three three minutes in the quarter. That's that was the best hey, thing. <laughs> you 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 want to live on the East Coast? I live in the Midwest. I'm good. You don't got to deal with them crazy Philly niggas over there. Not me. Uh, they're the only people that be selling dreams. I don't. <laughs> I, I stay in my state <laughs> wow i'm the guy that wear a warrior's jersey in that stadium <laughs> yes i would see and y'all I, wonder why we call him a troll see you see i want the smoke <laughs> Okay, how about this? Can can I get your honest opinion for the Raptors and Sixers? Who's going to win? Oh, it's going to be the Sixers. The Raptors don't have enough. They don't have anything to guard and beat. Look, as long as James Harden doesn't come out in this series and decide he's going to try and prove to the world that he still got it and that he's still, you know, MVP James Harden, yeah, they're gonna they'll kill him because the problem for Toronto is who the hell you got that's gonna guard and beat? Who you gonna put Siakam on him? Go put Siakam on him. He will murder Siakam. Pascal for president, bro. Pascal for president. You stop it. Stop Pascal it right for president. I'll sit right now. Pascal for president. You stop it. You stop it. You know what? That'd be a good bet. The Raptors beating six. <laughs> 
You know what? It was, I do have like, to mention though that um, was it Thibu Thibu whoever it is for the the Sixers, one of their wings. He won't be able to go to Toronto because I because of uh, he's he's unvaccinated. So I mean I don't know how the impact of him not being able to play in Toronto. But hey, just so you know, there are players out there who are jeopardizing their team's ability to win games by not being vaccinated at this point still. So hey, there's that. All I'm gonna say is, Boston Celtics is so lucky. That they didn't have to play them Raptors. <laughs> half their damn team would have been out. So, oh, that would have, yo, that would have been so. That would have been nuts. Y'all very, very, very lucky. But speaking of stuff that's kind of crazy and outlandish that may get up under your skin, ladies and gentlemen, this is your favorite segment of each week. This is Mason's Madness. Oh Jesus! The lights went. Oh, the lights! The lights! (laughs) Oh Jesus! So, um, as some of you may know, the um, preseason polls, the way too early preseason polls for college football have been out. Um, As we expect, Alabama should probably usually always one or two. You know, Ohio State, blah blah blah. But what I want to, what's really got me tight right now, how in the world does the University of Texas? keep creeping into these top 25s. How do, at number six, I might add, how? Who are y'all paying to get put on these lists? Because ain't no way y'all finished five and seven. Ain't no way y'all are the number six team in the nation. Because a lot of them same fans is, uh... Them ones to be hooking them horns, they get but, drunk on that cowboy so, juice too. So, so, so we're gonna disregard what he said because this is my segment. Uh, so, yeah, in the last ten years, Texas has only finished in the top twenty-five three times, and in those ten years, they've only finished higher than their preseason ranking once. They were they started at 19 and ended at nine. I don't I, I don't understand why they keep getting ranked. At this point, why are they even getting ranked? Because we always get beat by Baylor or TCU or both of them. Uh I, it just makes no sense to me that how how in the world, like who are y'all paying? Who who are y'all paying? What what is his name? Ewers? Is he gonna be the one that brings us out of the dark ages? Ewers? I, I just don't get it. I'm 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 baffled at how Texas keeps creeping into these top twenty fives. Not even not top top twenty fives. Like how are we even making it in there? Five and seven. We put out a five and seven product. Get one quarterback transfer, and all of a sudden, there's only five teams better than us the following year. That's that's crazy. Um, like, why do y'all put these expectations on the Texas football team when they finish five and seven and they lose to Baylor and TCU and Iowa State? Horns. Well, they need to hook some W's. That's what they need to be hooking. Damn them horns! Hook some wins. 
That's what you need to be doing. Because this, this don't make no damn sense. You, 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 Ewers transfers from Ohio State, and now all of a sudden only five teams in the country are better than y'all. Stop it. Stop it. Y'all can't even consistently beat Iowa State. Now all of a sudden, Ohio State and a few other teams are better than y'all, and that's it? Stop it. Who are y'all paying to get on these lists? I need answers. Who are y'all paying to get on these lists? I need to know. Because if that's the case, y'all got too much money to be, y'all have too much money to be slinging around to just, hey, bro, just put us on the list. Top 10. 500,000. It's because they get drunk on that hook of horn Kool Aid instead get of drunk on the Kool Aid. Because they're drunk on some wins. Get drunk off some wins. Y'all finish the season five and seven, and somehow the sixth best team in the nation. Y'all ended the season on a six-game losing streak. We are coach right now. Steve Sarkeesian. They gave Sark a top six team? Oh, Lord, this is worse than I thought. It's, oh, Hey, look, for y'all that don't understand why I'm uh, reacting like that, go look up Steve Sarkeesian's record when he's, like, in a top ten. Woof. Woof. Oh, woof. Nick Saban out here giving dudes the bag. You, boy, you be a coordinator for Nick Saban for two years. I promise you, you're going to get the bag. Because Texas gave him the bag just to finish hey, five and seven. Hey, all I'm gonna say is I sure remember when they was complaining about Charlie Strong doing better than you, that, you, you feel me? Charlie Strong didn't even have a losing season. The worst thing, the worst thing that, that anybody from the University of Texas can say about Charlie Strong was that he was recruiting kids from Florida because they were good. Uh yeah, that's when y'all were better. That's why. Oh, you, you feel me? <laughs> oh, you feel that's, me? That's where the great players were coming from. Like, what, what are you supposed to do? All of our all of our players that are currently in the NFL, like within the past like six to seven years, majority of the defenders were the guys that Charlie Strong recruited, that he brought in. I'm not saying that they're huge contributors and all this and that, but Charlie Strong put a product out on the field that could win. And since then, you've gotten guys who have been forced to recruit Texas guys again. And look at and look at it's five and seven. So I have to ask, Mace, was it so much that Charlie, like, because I'm, I, I've only kind of viewed it from the outside, right, and read a few stories here or there. But from the outside looking in, what it seemed like is that because Charlie wasn't doing things the traditional way that they were used to, that they kind of were like, we got to get this dude out of here and get back to how we do that, things. That, that, was, that, about, right? that, that is the, that is, you hit the nail on the head right there. Charlie was not going to these Texas high school football conferences and appeasing these Texas high school football coaches in the same manner that, um, that these other guys here have done. He wasn't interested in, in recruiting legacy players. He wasn't interested in going out and, and 
and treating players a certain way because of who they were, he pretty much, hey, bro, either you're going to act right or you're going to sit on the bench. There was no in-between. Um, he had a foothold in Florida, so he was comfortable recruiting there and actually recruited good players from Florida. And uh, it just rubbed a lot of the Texas boosters the wrong way because maybe some of their guys were getting overlooked or, or whatever the case may be. I don't know. But you definitely effed yourself as up by okay. running Charlie Strong out of out of the building. Mace, they, 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 they should have just accepted it and let their boys go to A&M. And the tech. Yeah. 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 <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. I know there's some Texas families where that is like blasphemy to them. Oh, like, yeah. You, know, you either go to Texas or nothing. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm, I've said this plenty of times. I don't know if I've ever said it on the show, but I don't know a single person that did not go on an athletic scholarship to the University of Texas or Texas A&M that did not know that they were going to those schools by the time they were 15. Like, straight up. I don't know anybody that, that went to those schools that didn't earn an athletic scholarship that didn't know that they were going to those schools by, by the time they were in high school. By that time, they knew they were going. They knew exactly where they were going. Probably well before then, but that's when I found out that they knew that they were going. Texas then got to the point to where Texas Tech, A&M, and TCU may legitimately be better football programs than them. Yeah. Tech. Tech, Tech has and A&M. Listen, A&M, they got a lot of money. But we should never be. We should never oh, be. Y'all, the University of Texas, y'all got the most money. Let's, let's never talk about and money. A&M a &M got that got that cashish, okay? But Tech and TCU, hell, I think Baylor's even had a higher winning percentage than us in the last, like, 15, 15 years or so. Uh, in the past 10 years, including when they had Art Briles, who should burn in hell, Yes, they're uh, if we actually we yeah, we can go back 15 years. If we go back 15 years, Baylor's win percentage is better than Texas's. Yeah, bro. I mean, that that's where that's where the Texas football program is. Baylor is now a better football program than you. Texas Tech is now a better football program than you. TCU is now a better football program to you than you. And if people have the choice between A&M and UT, they're choosing A&M every single time. So I mean, y'all, how did y'all get in the fucking top six? Who are y'all paying? <laughs> I, I I need to know who is getting a check, who is making these lists, and who is paying to have the University of Texas on these lists? Cause they all need to go to jail. Cause you're stealing from somebody. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how you're doing it, but you're doing something illegal if you think there are only five teams in college football better than the University of Texas. Because what I saw was five and terrible. He said five and terrible. I'm done. That's what I saw. <laughs> I'm oh, my yeah. goodness gracious. Five and terrible. I like that, Mace. I, I like that. that. That's a good saying right there. That's what, that's what I saw, man. I'm, I, I can't deal with this.
Oh, goodness. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, that was your weekly trip into the mind of a madman that was Mace's Madness. But see, people, he's calm now. The lights have changed. He's he's calm. He's back. He's he's back on his Mace Windu vibe. He's got the purple lights ready for you today. You know what I'm saying? He's back on his Mace vibe. But I like that. I like that. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do have to close things out here. But I have to ask before we get out the door. Mace, who's winning the NBA championship? I'm saying Phoenix. You're wild. But I want to let you go on. But we'll take. Look. I like you and picking a another Phoenix and Milwaukee uh, NBA Finals. But unlike you, I am saying the Milwaukee Bucks are going to repeat because I don't see how the Phoenix Suns can stop that dude who is this, the 6'11", do it all, including now starring step back threes, Giannis out of the Kumpo. Sprain ankle. Featuring the step back. He Play had ankle. a sprained ankle. He had a busted. He, he, yeah. In the finals, he had one knee. Yeah, Brad, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, it, look, man, he is one of the rare dudes that you see in sports that where even when things are going bad for him, his level of play hard never goes down. It, it actually seems that like when he plays bad, it seems like he's playing even harder, which is weird because like you're already when you watch him, you're already like, oh man, he's at a hundred. But it's like if he starts playing bad, he's like at one fifty. He's like, no, we going crazy. We gonna make this work. We ain't losing on my on my behalf. Hell no. So uh, with Giannis being the best player in the league, them still having the core of their team, including Lopez, is now coming back in a very important time for them. I would have to say that for me, it is Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee is, without a shadow of a doubt, the best team in the NBA. I know during the season, uh, before the season and stuff, we talked about a lot about Brooklyn and the potential that they had. They did not live up to it. What we told y'all, though, was they were probably going to end up meeting up with Milwaukee again in the conference finals. And guess what? Milwaukee said, well, we took care of our end. But Brooklyn, not so much. So I have to say, I'm going to put my money on the best player in the NBA, and that's Giannis. I know some people may want to say whoever they think, you know, Embiid, Joker. Look, man, I seen Giannis do it in the playoffs multiple times. Them years when they lost in the playoffs, it wasn't him. Go look at Middleton's numbers in those years. He was horrible. Okay, so I don't blame him. But, yeah, I'm going to have to go with a Milwaukee repeat here. Daryl, who you got going to the NBA Finals? I don't see the Suns. Who coming out uh, the West End? Huh? Who coming out the West End? Don't want that. Let me see. I want to look. He debating okay. now. See, he trying to figure out. See, see people. He's the one that hate. I just want. I just want to put this in. He's hating. And he's trying to figure out who he's about to gamble on. That's what he's really doing right now, Mace. He's like. Hmm. Who's got the best odds here? Hmm. Who who can I make some money off? Play no knees. No knees. You saying the <laughs> Golden State Warriors are coming out of the West? 
He's fucking drunk. <laughs> he, he must. Hey, that red mm-hmm. solo cup maze. There must be. There must be some drinking. That motherfucker is starting to get early because he drunk as fuck hey, right yeah, now. Yeah, he's been he sipping and it's finally starting to but uh yeah no i i think you're drunk as fuck daryl like you're crazy the warriors ain't coming out the west you want to bet what's up what you want to bet on it <laughs> see he'll do that what's up what's up what's up what you want to bet on that i'm ready come on you you put it out there what you want to bet daryl hmm? nah, i'm betting oh look at the fear the fear come out of him now mr no 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 never mind i ain't been never mind never mind I got a bellophobia. <laughs> I'm just done with him. Done with him. Nah, I see. Yeah, I really, I'm really picking the Warriors. I'm not drunk. I'm really betting. What's up? What you want to bet then? I'm not betting. Anymore. Who coming out of the mm-hmm. East, bro? Mm-hmm. Well, who's your other team? East. Yeah, I might have to say Bucks too. Hey, hey, boy, I knew he, he looked at them standards real quick. He was like, damn it, Philly was actually good. I can't say them looks, man. <laughs> there, there's not there's not a dead deer in the in any highway to make me pick the freaking Sixers, yo. Oh, <laughs> there, man. There's no way. <laughs> hey. Shit. Hey, Miles, had Ben Simmons back on there. You stop. Face, <laughs> tell people where to find you at. <laughs> you know, man. <laughs> Twitter at funky underscore stuff 09. Instagram, Nindaime Summer. I can't spell it, so I ain't going to tell you how to spell it. And twitch.tv, twitch.tv slash swaggy mace. It is spelled just, hey, hey man. Word, hey, words be whooping my ass sometimes. Twitch.tv slash Swaggy Mace. It's spelled exactly like it is sound with two G's. <laughs> Daryl, Mr. Low Elo Janitor himself, tell the people where to find you. Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Low Elo. Low Elo! You should see Twitch because that's when the next monopoly is gonna be on because you ain't gonna pull this BS no more with these screenshots photoshopped all day. Oh, oh, oh god, <laughs> Jesus, he's he's going full red hat on me right now. <laughs> now, now you want to say that's been photoshopped? That's been photoshopped. Yeah, uh-huh. I have a clip too, homie, of you going out specifically because you tried to scumbag me. So as soon as I push you out. I'm gonna just remind you of what I told you. That wasn't you, me. That was a bot that you I, named. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just <laughs> remind you, Daryl. I had to tell your ass, heart of the motherfucking car. Mm-hmm. You see how he had to lean his shoulder back and turn to the left? I told you. It's already stiff. <laughs> it's already stiff. <laughs> all He's I not trying to that vein either. It's already done. All I hear, all I hear is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Hey, acknowledge your vein. Hey, the two people colluded together is what over here trying to clown. I give gifts. Hey, that's cool. Y'all know where to find me at J Spanner Man everywhere. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all that good shit. You know where to find me. You see my pretty face or the ITC logo. 
And yes, I will be putting up that clip of these clowns here both going out in Monopoly because they both deserve to be embarrassed a little bit. So people just remember to like and share that most definitely. But yes, as I tell these fools to acknowledge me because I am their champion, I tell each and every one of you, thank you again for listening to another resounding episode of ITC Sports Boss. Kalu Nas Niggas. Wow.